0: Welcome to the Be Your Own Health Hero podcast. I'm your host, Joe Martinez. This show is for everyone who wants to better navigate their health and wellness journey. You'll get tips, resources, advice, and maybe a funny story or two. So put on your capes and hold on to your hats, because we're going to talk about it. We are back with our third and final episode of the ever informative, raucous, and wild Perry Panel. Again, there is some explicit language, so please be mindful if you have kiddos around. Ready? Set? Away we go.
1: Let's
2: just... No, just this is <laughs> about just really having it out there yeah. and people coming behind us, right? Because- uh, I, it, I talk about it to every woman, 23- Me uh, too. <laughs> Wait, I what's see? going on? And then the other chapter is like, you may not want to talk about it, but you're in it too. You may not have all the symptoms you have, right? Let's not deny that because the, the truth is that we're all- in that our age group is in that phase change. My mother used to call it a metamorphosis, and now I know why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we're all in it. We might not be experiencing every single thing, but something like if all of a sudden you're having allergies, you can't stay awake. Those are Mm -hmm. Mm simple. You're changing. I never used to like to eat X. Now I love it. That's a change. It's and it used to be sixty six symptoms, Joanne, in two thousand fourteen. Now it's gone to ninety. I also yeah. So yeah. It's
1: You know what else I experienced? It's funny because I experienced not sleep. Like I sleep, so me, I fall asleep with no problem. You know, at night, um, God bless you. you know, uh, God bless me, right? Um Darian hates it. I I can go to sleep without a problem like i don't need help i don't need to take melatonin i don't need anything i can just go to sleep but there are some times at least once a month where i can just be up and next thing i know it's five in the morning i've just been sitting up watching tv doing it i'm like wait a minute i didn't sleep yeah and i never paid attention to it before and i never associated it with this stage
0: of life again now everything that's happening
1: I'm associating it with. Right.
0: I cannot turn my mind off, and I oh. I keep thinking about: Is this a residual from working nights for so long? Mm-hmm. Because I worked yeah. nights for eleven years, and I'm e- I can easily stay up, but like I realize, I get in the bed, and I just I'm thinking about all the stuff that I need to do, and all the stuff that I didn't get to, and I, I and then I realize I've been awake in the bed for an hour, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what? So my Fitbit is just like, um, you go, you going to go to sleep yet? Well, what are you doing? You know, it's just the weirdest thing. I've used, I don't like to use melatonin often. Um, I don't like to use any sleep aids often because I just don't think that that's healthy. It's natural it's though. Melatonin me. is a natural thing. It's not. I know. I get that. But I also don't like the idea of I need this to fall asleep. I want my body to be able to do it naturally. So I did start using uh, tart cherry juice, which... That's another TikTok thing. It's
1: natural, um, which is so, a I
0: It's natural, right. But it's, it, you know, I don't do it. Like, again, I don't do it often. I was like, oh, let me just see what the hype is about. So that brings me to my next question. Where is the most interesting resource you found for the information on perimenopause? TikTok.
3: <laughs> TikTok. And you know what? For my my um attention span, it was perfect. Yeah. Packed with information. There's a bunch of doctors that had some visuals. I mean, I, of course, went to Google and all these other places, but TikTok did it for me.
2: Well, for me, it was the book. It's called um, The Wisdom of Menopause, and it really is about perimenopause. And what happened was I posted something. I wasn't really, I was vague about it on Facebook. It was about feeling tired. And so it was around that 40-year-old mark. And one of my old colleagues from my BMG days, she reaches out to me and she used to work for another company, but she reaches out to me and she's like, so when I turned 40, my friend gave me this book and I was insulted and and like yelling at her or whatever. And she says, when I opened it up, I cried because I found that I wasn't crazy. And so just based on me saying, you know, working through the, the, the exhaustion, the fatigue and all this stuff, she sent me the book and I read that book and I was like, oh my God. I mean, it tells you things like, like medical things that you could understand, right? So like, let's say, for example, thyroid, usually they start testing or start giving you medication at 3.0. Well, women at 2.5 start having all these symptoms. So maybe it's an option for you. And so you start to understand that it's, all these are hormones, your thyroids, hormones, diabetes, insulin, hormone, FSH, all that stuff, estrogen, um, testosterone, progesterone, hormones, right? So that was a really good book. And then this site that I just found now where it lists all these doctors, it's great. So, and, um, that. can
3: you text that to me? Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I will. I will. Um, and it's, and I do go through TikTok too, and I see some of the doctors and I'm like, okay. And you have to kind of like, okay, wh- where are they coming from? What are they doing? And what do they look like? Because if you can look like this, yeah, I'm happy because the fatigue was the worst part for me. And so I'll take that. But now this indifference, mm-hmm. it's kind of like do you do about indifference that, and annoyance I
1: don't know how to deal with that. Like, how do you
2: not be indifferent? So it- <laughs> So right. Because we're not like that. So how do you not be this way? So I go back to like, I think I sent you guys a screenshot of low testosterone, right? If you, if you are to increase your testosterone and maybe it is hormone replacement therapy for me before that was off the table. Now I'm like, you know what, maybe it's not a bad idea. Does it, is there an increase in cancer? Like, what are all my um, options? Because if increasing my testosterone is what's going to alleviate all these... The list showed. Cholesterol was in there, blood sugar. I'm like, check, check, check. Like, all this stuff. So I'm like, so maybe that is the answer. You know, I've been doing
0: all the supplements. Right. So... I'll keep doing it, but I'm trying to figure this out. Ladies and gentlemen, we send each other snapshots of, of our, our supplements and pills every day, like in our palm. Like we're taking this today. And it's like, oh, what is that? Elderberry? Like we're, <laughs> we're constantly sharing. All, All of shirt. Me, what have you found some information that, that you found interesting and what have been some resources? Because for me, it's been you guys. That's like, what it's no been problem. for me.
1: Honestly. Um
0: for me, it's okay.
1: I read a lot of things. I'm interested in a lot of things, but sometimes things like this overwhelm me to the point where I don't want to hear anything about it. i rather talk about it. So when I have conversations with other women, there is some solidarity in that. And it also helps me not feel like I'm the only one feeling like this. Mm-hmm. And I also understand that some of the feeling while it is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Like in some cases, it's very, it's very like extreme. I feel this way. It's all coming to a head a couple of days before I know my cycle is scheduled to be here. So it's, it's sometimes it's understanding that you're feeling like this temporarily. Like I have to talk myself down off the ledge and say, you're only feeling like this today because this is what's getting ready to happen. It's like, I'm relearning myself because I've been this one way since I was 13. And now that I'm approaching 50, I have to start getting used to this other thing for another temporary period of time. Right. Because this is a period that's not going to last forever. So I have to remember that. But then I also just being able to talk to other people, it helps validate me and what I'm feeling. I'm not by myself. Um, But it's also recognizing, okay, there are some days where you just don't feel good. And there might not really be anything that you can do about that, except for just chilling out. Yesterday, I went and got a massage and I treated myself to an early dinner. That was my day yesterday. I had a meeting in the morning. I had a couple of things to do. But then I said, you know what? I'm just going to do something for myself and I spent time by myself outside of the house. Sometimes that helps too. Just getting some fresh air, just being somewhere else. And it gave me an understanding like, Oh, wait a minute.
0: I just needed this. I think for a lot of us, this has, this has forced a pause, Mm -hmm. right? In our lives where we've had to put ourselves first in the category of, all right, you got to put this stuff aside. You got to stop worrying about this and that and, th- and and your your health becomes the primary focus. And whatever that falls under, whether it's a massage, whether it's a nap, whether it's it's, you know, whatever it is, eat, treating yourself to a good meal, eating better. I think it really has forced us to focus. And again, coming from that hustle nation that we are always on the run and we're always doing so much, for others and other things, this perimenopause has put a pause on everything but focusing on ourselves. So that's a good part of it. Um, I'm concerned about some of these things being tied to perimenopause and my cycle, because I know eventually I'm not going to have a cycle anymore. So how is this going to change? Am I going to continue to be indifferent? Am I going to continue to have these bad days you know what i mean like i i don't know what's on the horizon so that's what's kind of
1: but that's life know, in general, general but that's life in general right we don't know what to expect from one day to the next we have to put it in that perspective we didn't know yeah. 20 years ago 30 years ago i mean we knew that it would come eventually right but we didn't see ourselves dealing with this how could we know That's part of life. Part of life is knowing from day to day something completely unexpected can happen and we're just going to have to deal with it as it comes. So it's understanding that. But also, I say this to say not to say that I don't need to know more about what this is. And thank God for you all and the other women like you who don't mind talking about it. Right. But I know. In order for me to deal with things and not feel so overwhelmed, there's certain things I can't, I can't read up on it, but so much until certain things right. really start to come to a head and I say, wait a minute, I need to find out more about this. So I don't want to get myself to the point where I'm like every little thing now, I'm just like, oh, that's because blah, 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 blah. And it could be something completely different. It could just be you having a bad day
0: because that happens right. sometimes too, right? Right. We just have so has, has, has anybody experienced any difference in your libido throughout this? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: I think <laughs> I think
3: I probably have just because um, I'm single and it was a priority, like, you know, something that I really wanted before and now oh, it, like, it's mm-hmm. not even thought. Like I mean, you know, here and there, but it's like I think it's part of that whole indifference. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the question where it said, you know, what do you do fear indifference? Like I'm indifferent. I don't. It's I don't, called indifference. It's gonna right. be like this. Yeah. Like <laughs> whatever. Right. Like There's it is what it to is. Do
1: about indifference. I feel like I feel like we're entitled to having that sometimes because especially since we're not those kind of people regularly. So because we're not those people right. regularly, I think we should be allowed the grace to be able to be indifferent sometimes. Because there are some people that and it's probably healthy. And I'm like, you're just rude and out right. of order. For me, I know it's because I'm just. You know, dealing with something in this moment or whatever, and I think it's okay. Give me the grace if you are around me and you are a loved one and you understand at least if you understand what's happening with me and that I'm dealing with some things, then you know, just stay clear for me. Don't take it personally. Just, yeah, no. But to your libido
2: question, but when you're at work. I think that's at that point when you're gonna like fake it till you make it, right? Because if, you, if for me, for example, I'm always, I'm usually the one that's like laughing and smiling and bringing in, you know, all this energy. And when I come to work and I'm like this,
0: mm-hmm. then everybody wants to be in your face. Like, What's but wrong? you know what people yeah. like to do,
1: which I don't appreciate? Because we probably did it when we were younger too. We'd be like, she just needs some dick. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, sorry, so I I not, you know, interested in man, just she needs some sex, right? Or she needs some kind of a release or whatever. It's not that simple, right? Because it goes back it's like that. It's like you gotta right. ask. But you a you question about
0: libido, Joanne. It's weird. Yeah. for me at the very beginning, I didn't have hot flashes, I had horny flashes. Mm-hmm. Where- yeah, I I I can concur I with that. Like, Girl, like where I, you I, at I, bro? What's like? Mm-hmm. I would literally walk in and be like I'm upstairs, and my husband's like, "What? Let's go!" Mm-hmm. Like that, and now I'm just like, um, if you don't ever look at me, I'm good. I'm okay. Like I'm okay. <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, and I,
1: it's again, it's hard for them not to take that personally. It's yes. not, It's it's a it's a hormonal thing in that. I yeah. think if you speak to women who are going through or have been through this, you know, our compatriots or whatever, our um, mm-hmm. colleagues, our age mates yeah. and stuff like that, every last one of them will say that there's been some ebbs and flows to that, right? But some people, like you said, it was like, hey, bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. And then other times it's like, don't touch me. Don't <laughs> breathe on me. Don't. Think don't about, dream about that me that way. Don't even, <laughs> uh, you know, and I feel bad that, yeah, pain, all right. but let's keep it real. That's just what some of us have been through, right? It's like you have no desire. Yeah. It has nothing to do with you not loving your partner or whatever. You just have no desire for that act. You don't want to be touched. You might feel disgusted with yourself, so you definitely
0: don't want nobody else being over there yeah. with you.
1: It's Man, a lot. listen.
0: It, it plays a lot on your own psyche mm-hmm. because I don't know about y'all, but in the act of intimacy, you see yourself in a certain way. And when you're going through this and you look in the mirror and there are things that you don't like, and we are all our own worst critics, right? You can't possibly imagine what your mate will see in you to be like, yeah, baby. You're like, no, wait <laughs> engine light is about to come on because these knees don't um, work the way they
1: used to- listen.
2: interested in prolonging this process right right, right. you know what happens? Pilates Pilates helps I'm, I'm doing so I've taken my workouts from beating my body up because cortisol mm-hmm. levels go high and you retain fat and all that stuff so you're doing all this crazy workouts for what we do have to change mm-hmm. that's one of the things of perimenopause yes yeah, I'm following
1: them no young matter-
2: ass crazy instagram um
1: you know, people that want to be doing 5,000 right, right. different things. Like, stop it. Why are y'all sharing no. it? First of all, I'd be mad at our age mates for sharing this shit because they're sharing it as if like, oh, we should do this. No, that that's not what we not do this. Okay?
2: Right. So, you know, actually, absolutely, you know, right. I'm with you. I'm like, no. <laughs> we need trainers that are right. for mature that's women. I
1: love jazz. I love Jazz. Person. I love her because she knows what it is. When you are a woman of a certain age, the things that you should be doing
2: differently. Yes. Same thing with makeup, mm. by the way. We cannot be following these 20-year-old TikTokers looking like some panicans coming out of here. No way. I like my mature women. I can't
0: do the caterpillar lashes and then the brows oh. that go from caterpillar <laughs> lashes. You know what they they look like. Brooke. You know why? You know the history behind the the lashes?
2: They're come growers for they're what? Months. Drivers for the processes back in the day, girl. Stop! Oh my gosh! I don't know, girl. I already I feel like I, I just felt video. old
3: in this moment. I was on
1: the video of our faces in that moment because I'm gonna tell you right now. My face? How does that even work? Like, because then what happens when you go to the next customer? Like, you just it's just a cum repository on your eyes. Or
3: you rip them so off I and start over. I girl, wait. I am over. Oh, my
1: gosh. But anyway. Yeah, we should some have some boxes right now. That's what we need. But anyway, go ahead. Like, right. I need a visual. No, like,
2: how does that no, work? I don't need a visual. <laughs> she just stuck. She's like,
0: wait a minute. I'm a, a minute.
1: learner, <laughs> but I don't need to learn that.
0: No, overdrive now. She's like, "Wait a minute, hold up, But like, I, I just need to know the, to process. the <laughs> process. Like,
3: what
1: the? What are you, you doing? She got to the
0: screen because she's like, right? Close your eyes. <laughs> and... I would. Yeah, oh my god. I think we've gone on a tangent. This sounds yeah. like it's gonna be a three-part
1: episode.
0: <laughs> it really is. We're gonna try and reel this all back. Hold on. Hold
1: uh-huh. <laughs> on
2: because <laughs> let's get you back yeah Now i was saying like with regards to like working out so now i'm doing i was doing pilates i love you guys on beach body in demand on the platform on the mat that's way more intense than actually going to the you know an actual class so i've been doing the classes and i'm doing the introductory one Now i'm gonna go up to the 1.5 2.0 whatever but it is it does help with your hips and it's you know so and it's no, what I'm
1: saying and though, even the Pilates, the act of Pilates itself, not, not, no, I'm not even talking about the fact that our hips are tighter than they used to be, or our knees are this, that, yeah, all of that, no, I'm just talking about the actual act I know. itself, not necessarily wanting it to be a marathon, who yes. are you impressing right now, it's me, I know what you're capable of and I love you. And there are some times where I just need men to do a better job of reading the room so that they know this is not one of those times where she's necessarily wanting all of that.
0: Dude, I don't understand. They don't want to read it. (laughs) They don't want to read it. Wait, how difficult is it to understand if I'm literally giving you a verbal cue, right? If I'm on the express train, my stop's coming up. <laughs> hey, this is my stop. Right. You can stop. It's okay. You can short. You. I mean, I don't understand why there's an issue if I'm telling you I'm about to get off this ride. <laughs> like that's Uh, And it has nothing to do with you. It's
1: it has nothing to do.
0: What with. I am I capable love? of in that moment. I would love for you to take the same stop. I'm getting off. You can get off. I would love for us to get off the train at the same we time. We're not, we not trying to okay. be on the 6 right now. We're on the 4. Let
1: right. an express Thank train. You. Let this us go you from you Franklin
0: to Utica. <laughs> hey, We're not doing
1: that's
0: the okay? 3 train. Okay? We are on that that uh, dollar van that's going express <laughs> from, that, from oof, East Park <laughs> King's Plaza. King's Plaza. Listen, just letting you know, this is how short the ride can be today. It's fine. It's okay and for it, it to be short ways. today. It's okay for us to have a short ride. It's all today. Right. We don't. It's right. do don't short rides are energizing. Are and and sometimes those are the ones that give the after effects of yo. You know what? I was thinking about that. Like that was cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like maybe <laughs> we can do another short ride sooner than later, <laughs> but. Long rides make me cuss your name, right. like bro. Long rides, <laughs> and then it's like, it's like I'm hot. I'm hot. <laughs> I am hot. And
1: no, just opening the window's not gonna help. I'm hot. no physically, internally hot, uncomfortable, and I'm uncomfortable, yes. and I just oh. need a moment or few. Right, so that you understand that sometimes the short ride is most fulfilling and both of our needs can be met
0: and you don't feel like I don't like you. (laughs) Right, right, because guess what, especially if you've been in a relationship for a certain amount of time, it's like there's no ego involved, Mm -hmm. we're not trying to impress anybody, Mm -hmm. you know, there's no need for any of the extras. Like we can do this, you know, and, and it'll be just fine. And we'll both be happy. And I think we need to not beat ourselves
1: up for feeling that way. I feel like, you know, again, the same way that you judge yourself, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you might be judging yourself on what you remember when you were 30 and you thought you didn't look good. You were like, Oh, I want to look like what you wouldn't give to look like that now. Right. Right, because when you look at a picture like, now, you're like,
3: "Dang, my body right. looks good." I mean, to... okay like
1: yeah, this now kind of thing, right? Yep. But I'm also at the point where I'm like, I don't know that I need to be that small again. But it is something to look forward to going down a bit or whatever. So I think it's okay for us to recognize mm-hmm. that about ourselves and know, like, especially me at my age and my height or whatever, that what I used to think was the proper weight for me or the size for me may not necessarily be that now. And that's okay. I just need to be my best self. But they also need to understand the same way that we look at ourselves in this way, physically, like visually, we sometimes beat ourselves up for not feeling the way we did when we were 30 something too. Like when it comes to libido Mm -hmm. and stuff like that, and we shouldn't beat ourselves up
0: because, we're not that age it's, anymore and we don't
1: have the same level of
0: hormones anymore. I look at 30-year-old me and I wouldn't mind looking her looking like her, but I'm glad I'm not her mm-hmm. in what I know and and my levels that I've achieved mm-hmm. and stuff. So, yeah, I'm her but not her mm-hmm. at the same time. So, I'm cool with I I wish I could take back the regrets mm-hmm. of what I punished myself looking, you know, for what I looked like then. Mm-hmm. Because if I could take it all back, like I really would go back and be like, shut up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You look fantastic. Walk around outside with no clothes on. <laughs> I'm kidding. bet. Um, <laughs> <Now I'm> a- <laughs> said, I'm not. I'm a-
1: <laughs> right.
0: When Shit. you, had it, you know, because
2: I, mean, now- I regret not we-
1: wanting it a little bit more.
2: You know, I used to wear the short skirts and the crop tops and things like that. But now I'm like, I look at my daughter, I'm like, wear whatever the fuck you want. Grandma, mommy, grandma says so too, Ooh. from heaven.
3: Right.
2: Like, whatever, you know? But then it, we look, I'm sorry, we look stupid at 50 years old, <laughs> pushing 50. trying to look young. Yeah, I feel like we need to know like, how to dress our
1: age or at least we need, yeah, our, sure. you know... Like I know what I'm wearing when I go to Trinidad for carnival. I ain't wearing in Brooklyn. Like I'm just being honest. I'm not doing that. It's a different situation though. I just feel like dress right, in a way that you feel good about yourself, and you don't feel like you know. That's not to say because there's some fifty year olds that can rock a crop top. Don't get it twisted. But yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should. Be in a way that makes us feel good about ourselves, and whatever that is, I like yeah. my legs, so I don't mind showing them.
2: Right. Look, let me tell you something. If I get back to my 40 year old body, you're gonna be seeing a lot <laughs> more skin. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing it back then. Even though my brothers, they would say, my brothers, ah, uh, they would say, oh,
0: you're wearing a baby t-shirt. Mm. <laughs> they, they just hate me. Say it again. You're wearing a sneedium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just hate You know, I. <laughs> I, I definitely um have always been conservative and always been um self con- self conscious about my appearance, you know, for whatever reasons. We all grow up with our own things, but I, I I do realize that, you know, God knows what he's doing because if I have that body now, I'd be out of control. <laughs> my husband would be like, Really? You're going outside like that? Yes. Yeah, especially when I teach classes. Yeah, when I teach classes, oh yeah, it'd be over. Yeah, all right, yeah, I'm I'm out here in team sports bra <laughs> you know And mm-hmm. he can know uh, he can I used to be on the belt park where we'd be going working out in the park and we see all kinds of people like damn I wish we could wish we had the, the courage not that we mm-hmm. can't go out and we don't have the courage because we know we're the kind of people that will look at somebody that shouldn't be in that outfit and be like now girl
2: mm-hmm. where's, your
0: <laughs> where's, your right. where's your where's your right where's your mirror and where's your friend <laughs> somebody lied.
2: There's a text message about that
1: hey. <laughs> got no friends I saw people that I could tell they ain't had no friends either that or all their friends look just as bad and they all thought they looked
0: good but whatever you know community says a lot
1: (laughs) (laughs) and I just love again being validated and knowing you are not alone you're not crazy for feeling the way that you're feeling it's okay and it's all right to speak to a professional yeah, about two right. people. Right. We didn't talk about yeah. the therapy part yeah. of it right. enough. That's that's okay. Do it. <laughs> Everyone needs a therapist anyway, yeah. just in general. But But that would have be been okay, nigga, that would be, be my chapter.
0: chapter.
2: You're not crazy.
0: Sorry. Let's talk
2: about it. I, I, like, book together. Mm-hmm. I don't
0: know. Let's put this ebook together. I think this is a valid thing that we should do. And it definitely would be worthwhile for whoever gets something out of it, regardless. Of- well, I'm, I'm so I into it. I think there's it.
1: some really unique perspectives here, especially yes. with Rashida yes. and the things that she went through and knowing how many women like suffer in silence or have like invisible, you know, conditions, invisible diseases have, you know, live with pain. People think everything's all right, but it's not. They're just putting on a really right, strong face. They don't see it. Mm-hmm. People don't
2: see it. So they assume mm-hmm. that you, you look great. You're fine. But fibromyalgia, my God, which is also brought on by like surgeries too. I had yes. a friend who his directly.
3: Yeah, trauma. And you know what the beauty of all of this is, is that there's different perspectives, right? Each of us. Have similarities and things that are in common, but things that are so different. And so, hitting right. it from different angles works. Mm-hmm. And one of the things too is fibromyalgia is one of those invisible uh, diseases. You know, they, there's a a line in which people want to call it a disease or something else. Is it a manifestation of something else? But often health, there's some healthcare professionals that think that people are making it up. You know what right. I mean, and mm-hmm. so we actually had someone mm. that I had to speak to that is a doctor in our our year that had very negative views about his patients that um, have fibromyalgia, and I had to explain like if that's the mindset that you go into when you are treating mm. your patients, can you just imagine like they're doomed from the beginning? There is no help there, right? Because mm-hmm. you are the the comment was. That this is how people get drugs to use drugs so that they can get oh high. So listen, this know. is why it's so, so interesting
0: because my, I have a sister who has sickle cell, and she goes into um, crisis where yes. um, absolutely I know over the course of the last three years there was one year where she absolutely refused to go to the hospital even though she was in mm-hmm. crisis, and it was because mm-hmm. they treat her like a drug addict, and she. Mm-hmm. Like She would, yes. she would mm-hmm. be wheeled into the hospital and they're giving her whatever and her doctor is right there and they're like, you probably have been, just been doctor shopping. She's like, this has been my doctor for the last 15 years. He's also one of my other sister's doctor. So, and my, my oldest sister Farrah is a nurse. She's like, she's worked with him and she's had him treat her. So she's in there like, no, what are you talking about? Like, give this woman, like you have to fight with the medical professionals who think That you're Mm -hmm. just an addict and it's not that you have an invisible disease. Mm -hmm. And for those people who do take medication for treatment, they have a higher tolerance of it. Right. So, of course, Mm -hmm. it's not going to be.
1: But then
0: there's also, but the other thing that you're speaking
1: to also has to do with the absolutely in the industry as well. So now, if I'm a black woman and I'm coming in and saying that I have fibromyalgia, first of all, you're thinking, she just making that up because black people right, don't right. get that. Let's start there. I'm a human. I can get right. it. <laughs> There's nothing that I can't get just because I'm a certain race or whatever. And that's my onset was like 31. Right?
3: So that's even more like, right. I'm in there with old mm-hmm. people. Like, wow, the, yeah, with, with rheumatoid arthritis and, mm-hmm. you know, you're thinking old people walk hunched over like that because they're old. And it's actually because they're in pain. So I'm walking like these people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that is like a real thing. And I just, I, the, I was taken
1: aback. Like, wow. When that person said that. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because it just goes to show how, how far reaching the bias goes to the point where you have now decided, yeah, that's right. What it is. Because of what exactly? Because we might have an issue with over medicating people in this country. Right. Yes, absolutely. There are people that are addicted to these things. Yes, but to just decide that that's what it is as opposed to giving us the benefit of the doubt as 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 people of color, we often get the doubt. We don't get the benefit of, you know, taking our side, which is why in many cases we haven't been the primary face of opioid absolutely. addiction because they just assume because you're in pain, you can handle it more. Like this is there's is findings on this. What I'm saying is not just something that I'm speaking out of nowhere. This is, there's research tied to this and how doctors think of people of color as far as have the a higher threshold that we can withstand. Um, and that also comes down to how we've become a lot more dehumanized. So now when we're coming in there with an actual real issue, you've decided we're addicts instead of actually trying to treat my pain. And this is part of the reason why sickle cell research wasn't really as prominent as it is now because it was affecting mostly people of color, right? Black people in particular, as well as um, Jewish people. And unfortunately, the bias is there where we're not being seen as a priority. And sickle cell, it's hard to treat because really what you're treating is the pain when someone's in crisis. So like you said, they're right, just thinking right, she's a drug addict.
0: Right. That's and, and you she, know, looking she for a hit. And, like, like, and, hmm. and, and Rashida, I'm sure you feel it too. Barometric pressure changes hurt her physically. All, All the time. When it's going to rain, when it's thunderstorms. And, and we have a code where it's like, if I haven't heard from her for a couple of days, I'll text her or I'll call her and her husband is like, oh, she's doing a coma nap. Okay, I get it. Because she has to sleep. Like Forget everything else. She has Mm -hmm. to go to bed. She has to just take her meds and just rest because the barometric pressure itself works a number on her body, you know, and and that doesn't include the pressure Mm -hmm. of being a mom and going to school and working and all that. So so you imagine all of that and then having a crisis. And I feel so bad knowing that she would rather and has told the family, I'd rather die at home than to go and be humiliated in in a hospital where they're not going to treat me because they think I'm an addict. And I'm just like, that makes no sense because I've mm-hmm. never had to experience that. I, I'm mm-hmm. always like, get your, I'll come and drive you to the hospital. And she's just like, nope, nope, because I'll show up and they will treat me like I'm crackhead Sally off the corner. And I'm like, That's yeah. true. it is, it's horrible. Mm-hmm. But you know, these are not the things that anybody in Congress cares about or hears. They're not going to that because of the, mm-hmm. the packaging
1: that the message that's why representation is so important in all Mm -hmm. aspects because it's it's Mm -hmm. not about trying to silence one group of people when we say representation matters it matters because we have to understand and be able to think outside of ourselves which is usually very hard to do so if you can get people in that have had different experiences of diversity and age experience um you know you name it just life in general right at least we can be able to hear from multiple perspectives without just making you know putting a label on someone just because oh that's what a lot of people say to get drugs yeah that might be true but there are people this is an actual condition that people suffer from so we can't continue to just label everyone coming through the door and broad
2: broad stroke answer like everyone yeah you know no everyone's individual i appreciate you
0: guys being my community and opening up and being very honest with my audience i thank you guys so much for all being health heroes in your own right you are all amazing amazing women thank you so much for coming all the way to your computer and if I could I would raise a glass I'll raise my bottle of water because you are all fantastic individuals thank you thank you thank you for sharing with me
1: this was fun
0: thank you for having us yeah it was thank you so much for listening in to this panel series This wraps season one of the Be Your Own Health Hero podcast. But have no fear, I'll be back with more topics, more experts, more information, and lots more laughs. In the meantime, send me an email or a slide up in my DMs if there's a topic you want me to cover, or maybe a health hero you'd like me to have an on-air conversation with. I want to extend my gratitude to all of my guests this season and every one of you out there in the audience. I hope I've informed and entertained you and empowered you to be the hero of your own health story. Well, my friends, the time has come. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening to the Be Your Own Health Hero podcast. Don't forget to tell all your super friends that they can find me on their favorite podcast platforms, on Instagram as BYO Health Hero. Or you can email me at info at beyourownhealthhero.com. Please like, subscribe, and share. I'm your host, Joe Martinez, and until next time, I'm out.